You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show! Oh, we're Outdoor Adventure Summits, the airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long. I'm belay with you for the next about 40 minutes or so. Across from me in Banyan 1 is the best co-host in all the land, Todd of the Top. Todders, how you doing? You're referring to me, aren't you? Yes. Cause, okay, good. I have not uh, been I do, replaced. There is no, not yet. Although Manners is on the short list, just so you know. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said short list and not short bus. <laughs> short list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do have an interview today with Eric Manning of the newly named Trails Foundation of Northern Utah, formerly at Weaver Pathways, and also the host of the Trail Manners podcast. So he'll tell us what is going on in his world. Uh, give you some on the docket and in the news, including a snow report, above average, uh, historic avalanches, Nordic expansion, Parkite gold, oh no, O-W-E, oh no. Winter Games and a Kayak WI5 give you something worth listening to. A new podcast suggestion, actually. Uh, worth watching. Gear 30 segment and quote of the week. All of this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 351, TFNU. So let's charge. <laughs> He summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. All right, Todders, this is for you, man. It's the weekly happy pit viper goggles. Add, it's nothing but 80s all the time. These new goggles coming out, and it's all the fluorescent, all the assholeism of the 80s ski scene coming to you from Pit Viper. This is their like two or three minute advertorial, uh, all 80s all the time. This I is like the, the keyboard guitar, is nice. Yes, you have to have keyboards on the mountain that aren't plugged into anything for the effects. Yeah, a lot of instruments on the mountain. Might as well. Might as well. Mm. I did a good job on this. It's a dance portion of the podcast. Because that's all you're getting out of it yeah. if you're listening right now. Yeah. This mm. is incentive where you have to see the video. You've got to see the video. So we will post these in the show notes. Uh, this is brought to you by Unofficial Networks. It is the Pit Viper goggle line. can be used... For everything from skiing to competition aerobics to sex, that's what they say. That is the Pit Viper now available goggles. Um, that is your weekly happy. So there you go. God, that's a that. good visual as well. <laughs> uh, we welcome, and I am very, very, very excited today uh, to have Eric Manning in Banyan One. Eric was. On the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, and we started in the '70s, I believe. Um, it's, yeah, we've been we've been doing this a while. And uh, do you remember? Because we had you on for nuts. Yeah, but Weber State. Up at Weber State, uh, Northern Utah Trail Series. 
Now I feel bad because I was like excited to see you this morning, but I wasn't very, very excited. So now I feel kind of like a shitty friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was still excited to see you, but not like very, very excited like Brandon. So I'm sorry. Oh, because I, I did throw right. in two varies. Yeah. But I'm yeah. still happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. Okay, good, good, good. It's good to get, always good to get you in the trailer. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fell for that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Manning uh, will take over a new position not in the trailer, but <laughs> in two days as the executive director for the formerly known Weber Pathways, a nonprofit here in Ogden that we have been fans of and supporters of for a very long time. You've changed the name. This is uh, welcome to the new job. Let's go ahead and change the name. The name is the Trails Foundation of Northern Utah. What happened? That's a good question. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm very fortunate that they um, asked me to come in and, and talk to get, you know, to be the executive director. So I've been there since August. And one of the things they've been working on for a few years is changing the name. Um, Weber Pathways is probably not the best description of what the organization does, the nonprofit. They've been, they came around in 1995 is when Weber Pathways mm. started. And people just thought, Weber, okay, you're Weber County. That's where you would do the work, or that's where you're funded, and we're not. We're a nonprofit. And then Pathways, since 1995, that name's changed a lot. So we get calls in the office about, do you have a bed for the night for rehab, education process? Do you? Like, do you, do you have, I've have a, thought about just, like, my apartment. I've got, <laughs> you know, just, like, you know, charge a little coin. Right, and, right. You know, but, it's like uh, a side hustle. Yeah. yeah, but then I think it's, like, some legality okay, stuff yeah, and, you yeah, know, weird, weird things happen with social media. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we thought we went, we need to change our name to better represent what we're about. Okay. And that was, uh, basically a six month process with a small committee and names were all over the place. And we finally settled with trails foundation, Northern Utah. So we could get our, uh, the emotional part out trails, which people are just mm -hmm. into, um, foundation saying, Hey, we're a nonprofit yeah. and then Northern Utah where we do business. So it's not pinning us into Weber County cause we've done work in Box Elder County, We've done work in Davis County, so it just it helps the organization expand, I guess. So when you're looking for funding and donations, it feels like you have a, a wider area now to work from instead of just Weber County. Correct. And and again, I think people think we're um, funded by Weber County. Weber County does help us a lot. They've been an amazing partner. Uh, we work with them real closely, and um, we couldn't obviously do it without them, but uh, it just helps us kind of get yeah, but more broad, just involved with more stuff. Um, with a huge two-person staff, we need more work. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> two two-person staff. I don't know how you do it all, or or will here in the future. Uh, there's a lot of events that Weaver Pathways does. A lot of so in the summertime when the paths aren't full of snow, there's a lot of maintenance going on, and then also new trails. So as far as which I'm like, I don't even know how you start the process to make a new trail. Like, how do you? look at the geography of Ogden and think, you know what, we need a trail here or that, like, how does that even happen? Well, I mean, that's the difficulty of it. I don't think people understand how much trail costs. I think mm -hmm. that was an eye opening experience for me. Um, there's a section, Oh, here rough, roughly there's like a four mile section, um, middle fork, upper wheeler that needs to be redone. It's mm -hmm. just, it's in bad shape. And so we got a estimate last year. It's a little over three miles, uh, $80,000, um, for that. And that's not building new. That's just uh, repairing, repairing or um, rerouting a little bit. So trail maintenance or trail building is expensive. And then we're also, you guys know, in this unique situation where 
nobody owns a lot in one area. So in a five-mile section, you're at Weber State property, private property, Forest Service, Rocky Mountain Power, Ogden City, Weber County. At least around here, private property. Yeah, private. that's crazy. Yeah, so it's really hard to build a new trail, realist. Everybody mm-hmm. wants new trails, which would be fantastic, but you need a lot of organizations involved as well as a lot of money. So so what did you, what attracted you to this position? Um. To be honest with you, I'm a trail guy. I've always loved it. I was part of Ogden Trails Network. It's in for, your it's in your podcast name. It's in my podcast name. It's mm-hmm. uh, in my apartment. There's dirt everywhere and rocks <laughs> and you know just <laughs> just what I do. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I'm just passionate about the trails and and very similar to what you guys. I mean you guys have done so much for this community and what you're doing and you're involved with everything arts, but you're into it. That's your passion. That's what you enjoy. So it's easier. I right? can't help it, man. It's a thing. And so yeah. when I had the opportunity. Um, I, I really had to jump at it and it's going to be interesting to be honest with you. Mark Benigni, who's been the executive director for eight plus years has done an amazing job and huge shoes to fill. So ex engineer, he's an ex everything, man. He he just, he's, he's just brilliant. Feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest with you, me and Mark are quite different in a lot of ways. He's really smart and I'm, um, different. (laughs) Not as smart, no. Uh, he just Very comes passionate. from the engineering background, yeah. and I'm I don't have that background, so um, there's going to be some differences there. But it's just big shoes to fill, and you know, with everything, our board has grown a little bit. Our board is absolutely some of the most incredible people I've ever met. Yeah, same thing. Passionate in their own rights in different areas. So I don't know, just coming on board to a great organization and kind of my daughter actually pushed me over the edge when Uh I couldn't decide what to do. She kind of looked at me and said, Dad, you've always told us to do what we love, so put your money where your mouth is. And I was like, How old is she? She'll be 15 and pretty soon, but she acts a lot older. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, kind of the same reason you guys do what you do. You're passionate about it. You For the money? (laughs) What now? (laughs) What was that? That's the M word. Wait, wait, I thought it was for the money. (laughs) You do it long enough, and yeah. Yeah, you do it long enough, then they start paying you. Is that what you're saying? We're waiting. No, and I mean, that's a challenge with a nonprofit, not just with staff, but just with anything you do, you know, budgets and and how you do things. So, I don't know, I'm excited, and I guess a part of me, um, probably the the vain part of me maybe, I guess, is uh, I kind of want to leave some type of legacy. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because I love this community and I always have, and I've put on races and different things. And yeah. maybe this is just another way to, you know, to, to do something to where I can leave it and say, I did my best, you know? Well, you, you got trail goals? Trail goals. You got that, that legacy trail yet picked out in your head? Can you picture it? One that's going to take years and years to happen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you talk about it yet? No. No, not <laughs> It's too controversial. Okay, yeah. Can you talk about it now? Yeah. Is <laughs> this off the record? We'll wait a minute. Yeah, we'll, wait a minute. We'll, wait, we'll wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, 59. No, there's, I think there's just so much, you know. I mean, and, and the thing is, you guys use the trails too, and so you know even maintenance. And the community, the growth, so there's more people up there, and there's more work that needs to be done. So where do you spend your money? Do you build yeah. a new trail? Do you maintain what's existing? If you let existing go for too long, then it's ruined. So. Yeah. It's a, so it's you end a challenge. up focusing on re- rehabilitation. A lot. So maybe you should have kept that little name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a rehab, but just a different, <laughs> yeah, different type of rehab. Maybe that'll be an offshoot. Maybe that'll be our maintenance program. <laughs> well, that's that's what we'll call it. The trails just show up knocking at your door. Well, there's trail fairies. Yeah, for me. There's yeah. poop fairies. Oh, man. You know? There needs to be more poop fairies. Yeah. What is the difference between the two nonprofit? well, one nonprofit, one from the city, Ogden Trails, just for people listening? 
Um, you know, the, Ogden City's main focus really is an advisory committee for the mayor. Um, and that's what they've been, and that's what their charter mentions. And they're they're in Ogden City, so that's what a lot of their focus is, is just city trails. I was just at a meeting with them this morning, and one of my goals Which, is— Which, by the way, it's only 10 o'clock. Yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. still early. I got my fourth <laughs> cup of joe here. Um, but, but realistically, one of my goals is to help the two organizations work together closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think it's ever been, like, where we haven't worked together, but uh, my goal is to say— and, and our tagline for Trails Foundation is "It's about the trails." So you were you were a board member of of Ogden Trails, trails Network, yeah. So, yep. and because you spend so much time, with, I mean, you've you've dealt with as a race director in the past trails and mm-hmm. having to put that on is that's another challenge. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and then as just a user of the trails, like I, I don't think they could have found a better person. We'll find out pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, realistically, I mean, <laughs> yeah, loving something and being good at it are two different things, and, and, right? And you and you got to be careful because you don't want to lose that passion yeah. for the trails because now you're working in it every day. Which I find at my job at Gear Thirty, working in it, working in the outdoor industry, I'm like, two three weeks will go by, I'm like, I haven't even gone outside. Yeah, oh, what the crap? I I just need guys. I'm taking a day off. I've got to go play outside. Like it, it'll sneak up on you. So. And I think that's an advantage. Like I run in the morning at 5 a.m., you know, and that's when I clear my head. Yeah. Um, and I still can do that. But part of my job, too, is I, I'm fortunate is I get to walk some trails, mm-hmm. you know, like see projects. So I'm still outside a little bit. I'm in the office a lot more than I'd like to be. Um, but there's you just have to be. So hopefully that'll never happen. But we know how that can works. I, are you coming out with TFNU stickers? Like I want to hashtag TFNU we have the it's stickers. It's so I close brought. to being a swear word that yeah. I really, yeah, yeah. And we were careful. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was part of the name process. Is people, you know, we we're people like you should get a cool acronym. And I'm like, I don't want to get hung up on an acronym to force the words. You right, know? right, right. Um, so we don't have like a cool acronym for say, but uh, I think the name sticks. And we're as a nonprofit, um, these stickers that I even brought in today that came from recycling cans and uh giving plasma very no. cool <laughs> yeah, giving pl- <laughs> so everybody's like i want Everything's a shirt recycled. i want a hat yeah. yeah i want a shirt i want a hat i'm like i want some money to buy those yeah, yeah um, but uh it's a process for sure all right what's the first big event well um we are going we're in the works right now to do a launch party at Amersport sport factory outlet nice. um i guess preliminary date is march 27th and that's just a hey welcome to our new name kind of a little thank you kind of a little party that way um, but our big event, our, our one that keeps the lights on, is Trail Fest, um, which is going to come out uh, come up in June 20th, um, which is a big day for us. Bank of Utah is our, our title partner for that, um, which they've been since day one. So now it's just a matter of really focusing on Trail Fest, which is a big event with the Centennial Trail here um, in the area, as well as just a day in the park with vendors. And again, just a celebration of the trails, really, and a way for us to, and it's free, but uh, we try to you know, get some funds through sponsors and partners. And that's really our biggest event of the year. Uh, we have our author event that's coming up here in a couple of weeks, uh, February 28th. That's sold out. Uh, we have Joe Jennings, who's an author, uh, search and rescue, uh, ex Marine. Um, super excited. That'll be my first author event, kind of my coming out party, if you will. Um, and then we'll see what happens after that. We got to We got to do more stuff to make more money, but then we <laughs> to gotta, build more trails and take care of main, more trails. Yeah. Maintenance. But it's it's just a challenge when you don't have uh, the resources necessarily to do everything. Okay, so I need how do I get up at five o'clock in the morning to run trails like that? I cannot. The alarm goes off at five, and the snooze is I can't do it. 
Well, I've done it before for sure. Like I hit snooze, but I found that if you have an alarm that's like a dog throwing up sound, <laughs> that'll get get you out of bed really quick. If you know, yeah. if I hear my dog making some cackling noise, I yeah. shoot out of bed like a rocket. So yeah. sometimes it's what your alarm set as, but. Uh, I, and I don't always run at 5 a.m. That's my goal, and sometimes I get a night run. I just I, – I, I shouldn't say that. I don't run in the evenings well. Really? Yeah. Just your body doesn't – I'm just not into it. Yeah. There's so many things I have to – I know I have to get done. So, for me, I try and plan my day around my run. Um, and, it, honestly, the last couple of weeks have been a little short. I had a race a few weeks ago, and I've just been coasting a little bit. So Okay. What's, get, what's your summer look like as far as races? I think I saw you were signing up for a bunch of stuff. I have a lot of races this yeah? year. Yeah, we're doing the Grand, just for fun, Grand Canyon in April, uh, Temp Trail Marathon in May, up in Portland for 50K in May, 50 Miler Squaw Peak in June. Looks like another it's one that's in June. tough, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Squaw a good Peak. one. And then uh, Beaverhead 100K in July, a couple hundreds at the end of the year, oh. Bear 100, Ute 100, so... I bit off more than I can chew, but that's pretty much my mo. I love it. Yeah. So you're you're you feel good then? Because I know you were injured for a little while. Last year I was injured for about six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Right now I uh, probably am as the healthiest I've been since I was twenty, wow. which has been like eight eighty years ago. So uh, I feel pretty good 85? right now. Eighty eighty five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round down. What are you doing? How are you how are you taking care of your body? Um, eating properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, just work it out more. Just try to yeah. be happy. I love it. Yeah. Just try to be stress-free. So I took on a new stressful job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. What's, uh, happening with the podcast these days? Nothing. Um, since I took this job, it has been absolute radio silence. I oh. just haven't had the time. Uh, Joel left last year, um, to pursue other things. And so it's just fallen into my lap. It'll come back. Not that um, I want to give Todd a compliment, but I tell you what, if you don't have that partner it's it's i couldn't imagine doing it by I, I wouldn't have done it by myself yeah and that's that's it's a struggle and todd I've, left the country todd went on cruises and he would call in dang. every thursday from places like africa you know back when we had the radio station yeah and that commitment because i felt like oh nobody cares nobody wants to listen but todd was like are we doing a show this week and well yes we are dang. yes we are and that commitment the time is, difference i remember time yeah difference. yeah you had to figure it out got us to 10 years and i couldn't have done it without a without a partner so oh, yeah um you're thinking of tying it's a it big in, deal maybe tying the show a little bit to the day job a little bit we i've thought about it um or even just doing an offshoot of some sort people have approached me on that um but uh, for me again it just comes down to priorities and time i mean 100%. Yep. it's yep. it's just hard you guys know i mean yeah, even oh, though yeah. cons- oh, yeah. you guys have been super consistent yep. but it's still difficult and some things whether you want it to or not some things have to take a back seat or move down your priority list and right now doing that is not close to a priority for me um and, and you know my my personal podcast is something i've been very close to and still love and it, it'll happen but like you mentioned i never think anybody wants to listen to just me and so people are like well get a guest host but you guys know how important it is to bounce things off each other and know when someone's coming in and yeah you know just that yeah. what do you call well it? if you ever need the fix you Feel free to yeah. hang out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're happy to help you. I'm nervous. So, uh, no, you're not. I am. Stop it. I was nervous to no, come in. Not. Yeah, because I'm listen, like, go listen to a Trail Manners podcast. <laughs> You'll hear what a professional podcast sounds <laughs> yeah. like. I don't know about it's that. A, <laughs> I, these I are fancy say, microphones. These are fancy microphones. It, yeah. it, it helps cover it. It's like uh, makeup. <laughs> when you put a fancy microphone on a, on a bad podcast everything comes out much better <laughs> no I, I don't think so oh my gosh eric congratulations on the new job trails foundation Thank of northern you. utah good luck i know you take official position here in two days february 15th 
February 15th. And ED stands for love. Executive Director, for the record. Executive, so, ED, Executive it, Director, ED. And Trails, is, is Trails still a gentleman's club? Is there still a <laughs> club called... Wasn't there one down there in was. South called yes. Trails? Yes, there was. I wonder yes. if there still is or not, yeah. but I... Uh, I don't know why. They're not a Trails Foundation necessarily. Yeah. It's yeah. a different kind of foundation. Different yeah. kind of foundation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about that for sure. Yeah. Actually, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that never came up. But I'm thinking of some new swag to sell right now. <laughs> Daddy's got to make some money. <laughs> new swag is great. Uh, thanks so much, Eric. You're welcome anytime. And uh, let us know if you, if you ever want... I mean, I don't know what the hell I would talk about on, as a co-host on Trail Manners, but I, I really, really, he's a better co-host than I, than me. So, well, well, I'm offering up my assistance if you ever need one. Well, so. I appreciate, and I appreciate yeah. you guys having me on. And uh, seriously, everything for you guys, what you do for the community is amazing. I mean, you guys have seen firsthand the growth with arts and everything you're doing, but as an outsider, a little bit more, it's it is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and you guys are a big part of that, obviously, in this building. So, sweet. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thank you, sir. Now, are you happier to see me Damn, over there? Yeah, <laughs> I want to put a two varies in front. Right, of I know you might have to bump out of here. I'm going to move on to some on the docket. Uh, so feel free to stick around until you got a motor or take off. All right. Um, we have beer. If you're down for a 10:15 beer, uh, I know you've been up for about six hours. Uh, on the docket. On the docket. This weekend is our favorite film. My favorite film weekend of the year, and that is the Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour. At Peary's Egyptian Theater, uh, Todd, I got us tickets, and tomorrow night um, we're we're doing a threesome because my my wife is coming with us. So. I was th- I think thruple sounds so much better. Than a thruple, we got a thruple going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so we we should have a lot and of. She's fun joining tomorrow. us just tomorrow night. Just tomorrow night, and then and then we'll we'll double date the rest of the weekend. Got so it, we got should it, got be it. good. Uh, Sierra. Also, on Sunday is the Freedom Hike Waterfall Canyon on 29th Street. I don't know if you're familiar with this group, but I've, I just stumbled upon it this weekend. <clears throat> the details of this hike says, doing what we love to fight what we hate. Hashtag for freedom. Mark your calendars and join us February 16th for a February Freedom Hike up Waterfall Canyon. Learn more about why we hike and remember to wear red to show your support for Rescue Freedom International and Ending Slavery. All ages welcome. Uh, Waterfall Canyon Trail is a 2.4-mile heavily trafficked out-and-back trail, perfect setting for the February hike. Um, the It's a it's for for like a non, – I guess it's a nonprofit, but it's the Freedom Hikers are for, um, you know, modern-day – an awareness for modern-day slavery. That's when it happens. Got it. So uh, if you want to join them, that is Sunday – 10 a.m. to noon, Waterfall Canyon, which is a beautiful hike this time of year anyway, so you should probably just go hang out there. Anyway, uh, Companion Rescue, presented by the Utah Avalanche Center up at Snow Basin, is on the 15th, 65 bucks from noon to 4. Learn more about rescue practices in avalanche conditions. And then the 21st through the 22nd is Rufa, running up for air. If you'd like to know more about that, we did interview uh, r- running up for air air tara warren a representative um maintenance peak and that podcast is about three podcasts ago so you can check that one out on the outdoor adventure show also the climbing up for air on sunday on the 22nd real rock at gear 30 is sold out we have you did not we have sold out well it was free the tickets were free but you had to go on and reserve them Mm -hmm. yeah 
And then when you show up, we've got pogs. Uh-huh. Uh, 15 bucks, and you get three, and you can spend them however you like. So um, for 15, you get three. You get 15, you get three. Okay. And you can get like pizza, beer, or pizza, 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 or I think you can get beer, beer, beer if you want. So, yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. Real Rock. How many films do you 30. got coming in? How long is so it? So it's, um, they have it broke down into this like 45 minutes and you get like a 10 minute break and then you get like another, or it's like an hour. and t- So it's almost, it's two hours or just over two hours, um, I think total, but you get an intermission. I mean, it's very much like a Banff Mountain Film Festival. So they bring in multiple films and it's, uh, I think there's five, five or six films all together. And are you open the doors a little bit early so you can get the food beforehand if you want yeah, to? Yeah, six or? o'clock. Gotcha. Six o'clock. We'll start films right at seven. Congrats. We had to nice. rent chairs. I mean, this is a big deal. Wow. Chairs. Yeah, I know. Nice start. <laughs> We've never had that many people in there. Where, so. do, where do you set up that many people on the? Well, good news is it's the end of a season where buying season where our winter goods are fading out and we don't have as much, you know, it's after Christmas. And so we've sold a lot so of So where things. winter gear would be. Where it would be. We're putting up the screen where we have this giant screen that we're going to hang from the rafters. and. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm a little nervous. But we'll see how it goes. It's a good nervous. That's the 28th. Yeah. Um, the 29th, which is Saturday, this is the Striders Winter Race Circuit 10K. Oh, also the 29th, I believe, because I think I have to do Real Rocket in the next day, is the Powder Keg in Salt Lake. If you're a backcountry skier, um, schemo, racer, or just want to play with – play with the backcountry ski peeps keep that event in mind it's at brighton i'll be there at six in the morning uh outside with our speakers and playing music getting everybody hyped for a i think it's a 7 a.m gun or 8 a.m gun at least at 6 a.m it should be really warm so yeah it's typically around zero up there it's great (laughs) i i wear all the poofies like at least three poofies Yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy so, uh, yeah, that's some stuff that's coming up here soon on the docket. So in the news, in the news, snow report, nothing, not a zero in the last 24, 48. I went, I was up at Basin both Monday and Tuesday for the on snow demo uh, for industry. It's an industry demo. And, uh, you know, groomers are nice, but we haven't had any snow recently. Um, Powder Mountain sitting at a 66-inch base. Snow Basin sitting at an 89-inch base. Nordic Valley at a 27-inch base. But no new snow to speak of. I think we'll get some this weekend. Utah snowpacks, however, are above average at the 2020 midseason. According to a report, this is on KSL, uh, storms drenched the Wasatch Front with wet, heavy snow last week. And hydrologists briefed water managers on how much runoff they can expect this spring. So far, they said the picture this year looks a lot like last year, which was very good because in uh, 20, was it 2018 was the driest year on record. But right now we're looking at a nice full average snowpack in the mountains. Speaking of those storms that blew through just a little while ago, it was a historic weather event in the Wasatch and 48 avalanches within 72 hours were recorded. This is up at Snowbrains. Last week's storms that hit the Wasatch have now been dubbed as a historic weather event and it's not hard to tell why. Brought about by an upside down storm, which is when a snowstorm deposits denser snow over less dense snow, rapidly creating a slab or weak layer combination. The snowpack in Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons became extremely unstable, incredibly fast. Our friends, the proper way, had a gig that was canceled because they were supposed to go up to, I think, 
the bird and the, the canyons were closed. Like it was just, there was too, it was too unstable. So Alta and Snowbird were closed for over 54 hours to make sure no, there was video cam, like a uh, video cam, cell phone video of people who were in lodges up there and watch just, just stuck just stuck like watching the avalanches okay. bury cars now, there were no incidents or anything were there because there was so much word out right about the dangers right yeah i didn't read of any incidents yeah, um, nordic valley could be getting much much bigger there's a proposal in um to the so ogden city or let's see this is from the standard examiner uh, operators of the Eden Area Resort are mulling a dramatic expansion of the facility, which is interesting. I thought they were going north. This is to the south of the property abutting the existing ski area. The plans outlined in a request for a conditional use permit submitted to Weber County Planning Division call for the installation of another ski lift and expansion of the area covered by snowmaking devices. The map that it shows is pretty significant, actually. It looks like, um, I mean, it looks like it's, twice the size of the resort it is now and it would be to the south um god this map is pretty cool so if you get a chance go to standard.com or standard.net and look at this map that the the rendering shows where they would be it would be to the south up up behind the houses there that what are, do you think of that uh, what i think about it is i think that uh businesses intuitively want to expand to make more money and they've struggled for years to make a decent amount of money. But I love the size and vibe and feel of that current mountain. A lot of people do. Yeah. And the price of that yeah. current mountain. And when you do expansion and stuff, you got to raise the ticket prices and do the things. And it's nice that we've got um, Snow Basin, Powder Mountain that are on the higher end of the price. And then we, we have family and friends who come in from, from out of town. We can go to Nordic. It doesn't cost them an arm and a leg. And they they love it, and so there's a potential to lose that when the it's price. It's be goes one up. of the last of the non arm and a leg resorts. Absolutely, that there is. right, right, and it's I like that appeal, and I, I like having that. I like the accessibility of Nordic. You don't have to drive up the mountain; you just go down the canyon, you know, and it's right there. It's it's a great local mountain. Um, I guess I mean, the idea of them staying in business is also appealing. You know, change happens. I'm not against change. I just I just sucks. It would suck to kind of lose. Like I think that that small t that small mountain vibe that they have and if they can keep the vibe and keep the tickets like not too expensive it it it'll be great i just have a feeling recapturing that vibes once they're gone are very hard to very do. hard yeah so uh congratulations park city athletes have been crushing it uh world tour and uh, the park guy alex hall won a gold and silver medal this past weekend on the dew tour at copper mountain also there was other athletes that i was reading about on the what is a world cup or whatever we're winning all they're all they live in freaking park city they all live in park city yeah they all, all live the in professional park city. athletes live in park Crazy. city yeah when you're up there the films and stuff you're you know you're surrounded by hollywood people and and a, a gold medal skier could walk by you probably never know oh absolutely you know, like yeah. they're just hanging out yeah, unless they were dressed for it yeah <laughs> they're wearing the gold them. yeah <laughs> all right oh no if you owe child support, there will be no hunting and fishing in Utah, a Utah bill says. I love this idea. A Utah bill that would force Utahns to, prior to prioritize paying child support over hunting and fishing in advance is advancing through the Utah legislature. 
Uh, it's a hard word to get out. At 10.30 in the morning, the bill, HB 197, cleared its first legislative hurdle Tuesday after a little debate and a unanimous vote in the House Judiciary Committee. It now goes to the full House for consideration. So uh, if you are looking to pull a tag to hunt or get your fishing license, they'll just run a quick check. And if you owe child support, they will deny you is the idea. That could open the doors to all sorts of things, meaning other, um, let's just say, ways that people are spending their money where it's just like, oh, maybe you take care of this before you take care of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, take care of your kids. Uh, Utah leaders are taking the next step to bring back the Olympics. And I know, I think the word, I think it was like 20, 2026 was being tossed around, but uh, they're actually looking at 2034. Utah leaders look, so that would be 32 years since the previous Olympics. So if you're in your 60s in 2034, like don't hold your breath to be around for the next Olympics. But uh, yeah, that's freaking 30, 30 plus years in between they, Olympics. But, I wonder why they need to put it off. I don't know. Now a new committee responsible. This is according to the Deseret News for preparing for a bid, future bid that looks increasingly like it will be for the 2034 Winter Games. So we'll see how. We'll see. we'll see. I'd love to have the games back. I don't know. That's pretty. That's we got a lot of venues that are being used right now. And they're in pretty good condition right yeah, now. Yeah, ours actually work. They're yeah. not like abandoned. Yeah, we use them. Well, they, they train on them. Yeah. Yeah. Park City and Snow Basin. And then an ice climber, for no apparent reason, decided to free solo a WI-5 with a giant sea kayak in tow. I just <laughs> According to Climbing Magazine, you can watch the video. Stephen Frisch, Free Solo, the first pitch of Bridal Veil Falls. There's a bunch of Bridal Veil Falls. It's not the one here. It's in Valdez, Alaska, with a sea kayak hanging from his harness in this clip from 2015. It's just now, you know, we, it took us a while to find this, apparently, on the interwebs. Why? Well, that is a flawed question. It assumes that there could be a reason to do this. That said, Frisch explained... In the YouTube comments, I had arguments with people and I wanted to prove that I could free solo WI-5 so well that I could do it with the weight and awkwardness of a sea kayak. So he did. Just because he can, I guess. But these are the conversations you have in, like, Ireland where they do marathons holding beer fridges. Carrying you know, a tree. Stuff. Yeah, yeah the weird stuff, yeah. I think they're bar bets. I think all of bar these bets. come back to that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right. Something worth listening to. So the Gear Junkie, and we used to have an original Gear Junkie back in long time ago, 10 years ago. But the Gear Junkie website has a new podcast because basically if you don't have a podcast, who are you these days? Uh, they released the first three podcasts, one with Leo Wilcox, the extraordinary, ordinary bikepacking queen, one with Tom Gathman getting weird with the real hiking Viking and Jay Peter Vary bike packing's bad boy or ambassador question mark. So the first three podcasts are up. I tell you to go listen to them because I don't listen to any other podcast besides our own. I don't have the time, but if you're listening to this, this gear junkie podcast may be worth listening to you. That might be one of the better uh, nicknames I've heard in a long time. Is the hiking Viking? Hiking I really Viking like is pretty that good. A lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Something worth watching. The full. Um, Welcome to oh. the kings and queens of Corbett's here in beautiful Jackson Hole, Wyoming. 
the northern Rocky Mountains and home of the Tetons as well. DC here voice. joined yeah, alongside by Jackson Hole local, 21 years to be exact. Yeah. And former professional snowboarder Jeff Moran. How you doing today, Jeff? I'm well, DC. I'm stoked to have you guys. Red Bull, everybody back this year. So much stoke, so much Red Bull. All the stoke. Yeah. That's so right, this yeah. is the Third annual Kings and Queens of Corbett's. Uh, what Corbets, an amazing whatever. venue this is. Let's um, talk about Corbett's here on Rendezvous Corbets. Mountain. So, One of the most iconic features three hours at any worth of live coverage yeah, that is recorded and on YouTube. You can watch the these guys drop this line. Most extreme runs in all of America. That's possibly even so the world. extreme. Possibly well, even the world. Well, big shout out to the crew out here talking about Ranyan Darge and his crew of park and pipe members here at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort that built some features. So yeah, we turn were... it into a drinking game. Every time they say Stoke, every time they say Red Bull, <laughs> yeah. Every time Hopefully. they say Bro, yeah. I think that I think that would be a good three hours. Three hours worth watching right there. And then if you didn't see this one, a Swedish man, of course he's Swedish, scared the living crap out of a bear that was going to attack him. This is first person Don't camera technique. If we it's a really, really big bear. The bear's coming. Whoa! Well done, sir. That's a big bear. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a. Bear. And he did it out Not of the blue, out. like probably like a. The, he did it at the right time, because the bear was coming towards him. But yeah. But he wasn't screaming the entire time. It right. was just more of like a... The bear thought, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, you're supposed to be scared of me. What yeah. is going on here? So, yeah. Something worth watching. Well done, Viking. All right, Gear 30 segments. Uh, use promo code OOA at checkout at gear30.com to save... 12%. 12% on your purchase. Weekly deals this week. We have niche snowboards. The most environmentally friendly snowboards ever built, made um, in Utah. They're twenty percent off. We have four left, so pick your board. You get twenty percent off. I don't believe the code, the extra OA, is an extra twenty percent off because these are. I mean, twenty right. is more than twelve, so right. you know. Uh, but see what you like on there. Twelve percent off your purchase. Gear30.com. Shop online. Pick up in store. What is hot? What is so hot in gear right now? Well, there's a new company in Utah, out of Utah, that thinks algae will make better skis. Yes, Matt Sturbens believes his company, oh boy, Wonder, Wonder Alpine, it's W-N-D-R, so I'm assuming it's Wonder without the vowels, right? Wonder, Wonder Alpine, uh, may have just made the best ski ever, and Wonder? it happens to be built with algae. It's according to the Outside Magazine, 2018 ski maker Matt Sturban's got a call about algae, and he decided to make a ski about it, so, or with it, which is very cool, because it's renewable. Yeah. So, and then, okay, so we talked about this with Eric, because he's got a nice, uh, well, he might not call it nice if it, if it doesn't always run, but... Uh, we know because we're we're van owners and vans always give you problems. But he's got a nice Volkswagen van, bus, and um, Volkswagen stalled on bringing a new Volkswagen pop top to America because it would come in at about eighty grand. And they're like, no one's going to spend that much money on a Volkswagen size, but because it costs them more to ship them over here and all this stuff. Oh so yeah, retail's going to be a lot of money. Grand. Well, Mercedes said, you cool we'll we'll launch ours and they've got the sprinter thing going for them but this 
Mercedes that they've released, it's a like it looks like your typical minivan. Like it's just a small oh here, I'll show you the picture. Minivan, but with a pop top and it's eighty grand. So Mercedes market research thinks that Americans will spend eighty grand on a small on a Mercedes too. On a Merce- <laughs> yeah, yeah, on a Mercedes. Maybe not yeah. eighty grand on a VW. Maybe not. That's true. I didn't think about that. But it's called the Weekender and it comes with an elevating roof and sleeping area for two including an integrated spring system, two-inch memory foam mattress, three windows and added USB ports for lights, camera charging, and more. A multi-purpose rear bench seat that opens up into a bed for two, so sleeps four total. Additionally, when folded into the seat configuration, the seat moves along a rail positioned into four different locations, allowing additional room for varying cargo needs. Swiveling front seats that rotate 180 degrees. You could do a van sessions in there or your own very your very own podcast, allowing your van to quickly turn into the perfect multi-purpose lounge. Maybe we'll just go drop that 80 grand. Maybe it's kind of know? an entry level. What do sprinters run? Where do those 80 start? 80 to 100 Probably plus. a little bit more. Than, yeah. yeah. Optional features include off-grid power and integrated solar panels, upgraded audio. And that's where you start. Awnings. Yeah. Then, then you're. Yeah go up well props to you mercedes well, plus it shows too the popularity of those sprinters yeah that it's worthy for them to consider other you know yeah. maybe entry options to that or smaller options. smaller options yeah. uh in sad news and i do own some omega pacific and that's i don't ever use it because it's really old gear but omega pacific one of the original makers of climbing and rescue hardware is closing its doors after 38 years in business in washington the brand was not only known for its multi-lobed link cam lobed link cam designed by greg Lowe, but also for manufacturing and quality testing in a prison Uh, the closure comes nearly three years after major consolidation when the washington state supreme court ruled that omega pacific and six other companies would no longer be allowed to employ inmate workers at the airway heights medium security correctional center inmates employed by the omega pacific were paid for minimum wage to seven dollars and 16 cents an hour at the time to over $9 an hour for a variety of jobs from measuring the breaking point of carabiners to keeping the factory clean. Um, and unfortunately, they are now going out of business. Yeah, I have a I have a Mega Pacific carabiner. It's one of the first carabiners I ever bought. It's pretty cool, but uh, out of business now. And finally, in gear news, a brand that uh, sells well in Gear 30 and is catching fire, fire in the United States is Fjallraven. They're opening a flagship store in Denver, directly across the street from REI's flagship store in Denver. That's uh, a good spot. Fjall Raven, yeah. yeah. So they, if you're a fan of the brand, we do carry it at Gear 30. And if you find yourself in Denver, go check out the flagship store coming soon. So that'll be like their main store. Do they have other stores? Summer now? 2020. I don't think they do. I think it's their first. St- I'm looking, but I don't. I think it's their first in the United States. See, be I could have flagship. sworn that they even had one. Maybe they just sold it, and they were just predominantly showing it in uh, the window at uh, Park City. Park City, yeah. yeah. Mm, they might. They might. But the, f- I think, I think I've heard. Flagship's uh, yeah. different than Flagship's just like just a, a small store or something. Okay, that's all I got for Gear News. Quote of the week: Keep away from the people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. The really great make you feel that you, too, can become great. That's our friend, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah. That's a good one. That's it. That's a wrap. You got anything? Nope. Big weekend. Big. I've been uh, training. 
Uh-oh. We got uh You've been watching back film? To back to back. You've been, you've been home watching film, eating popcorn? Like, been, been binge watching programs Drinking a few beers? Like we're, yeah, this is, this is going to be a tough weekend. <laughs> uh, thank you to Banyan One for powering today's 351st episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Thank you so much to Eric Manning for joining us earlier, the new ED, uh, Executive Director of the <laughs> Charles Foundation of Northern that Utah. That stands for Executive uh, Director. Excuse me, that's Executive Director, oh, just so you know. Uh, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, thebandingcollective.com, where all the show notes are, and the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. Uh, chat with us if you want to chat with us on Twitter that we never use, but if you add us, I'll see it. So at Ogden Adventure or at Banyan Podcast. This week's Outdoor Jukebox, sifting through hours and hours of crappy music, and I think I mentioned this last week, I will probably make this an entire Frightened Rabbit month. Um... It's another song from Frightened Rabbit. This is Holy. If I, can, if I can find the right buttons to push here. This is Holy uh, off the 2013 album. And we will see all of our friends this weekend at the Bayup Festival. Yes, please say hi, by the way, if you see. Yeah. This is off the uh, Pedestrian Verse album of 2013. Again, this name of the song is Holy by Frightened Rabbit. We'll see you this weekend. Come say hi to us. As John Muir would say, the mountains are calling. And we must go. Let's go.